the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to the 5 o'clock hour. My telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. I'm just so deeply saddened by what I'm holding in my hand. Eight pages of scandals that have rocked a particular evangelical movement. And I'll get into the details here in just a moment. And I I never do anything for sensationalistic reasons. I really don't. This is this is just sad. And we need we need to learn from it. And I'll share that with you in just a moment. But I I need to clarify. If you were listening this time yesterday, I gave you an update on where we were with the Bible League. And I told you we were way over the goal. Praise God for that. Our goal was twelve thousand dollars. Uh, at this point yesterday, we were yeah, we were getting kind of close to fifteen thousand, and I said that at three thirty, I had just asked God to give us ten callers yesterday, and I kept bringing you up to date. We had one, we had two, we had three, we had four, we had five, we had six, and I said, "Hey, we just need four more." And then it was seven, and then it was eight, and I think we made it to nine. And when I went off the air yesterday, I said, um, I think we're at nine callers today. I was asking God for 10, but thank you, thank you, thank you. We have now gone way past $15,000 and uh, over 3,000 Bibles. Well, I was wrong, and it was it was not intentional by any means, and that's why I'm bringing this up. We had more than 10. Uh, The way call centers work, Bible League uses probably the best call center in America. Uh, It takes time sometimes for the reports to get through, and it takes time for them to get through to me. And I didn't have all of the reports that came in. So when we went off the air at 6 o'clock yesterday and I said, well, we didn't make 10, that was what I thought. And with the information I had, that was correct. But now, today, after all of the reports have come in, yesterday, while we were on the air, we actually had, let me see, we had seven phone calls to 800 yes word and in addition to that we had let me pull up the online we had one two three four four online so we actually ended up with 11 yesterday 
that either called 800-YES-WORD or went online to the word Columbus.com. So my desire is always to be completely open, honest, transparent with you. And when we went off the air yesterday, I said, oh, man, we got to nine. Well, when all of the calls and online gifts were in, we actually had 11. And praise God for that. I mean, my goodness, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, today, I don't have any calls or online giving reported today. Now, it's possible that, again, like yesterday, I just haven't gotten it yet. So, we're at goal, we're over goal, but I would love to see us go further. I think you can use the online uh, gift until the end of this week, I believe, Uh, I know you can today. The matching grant is still there. Every dollar you give will be doubled. And so I just want to encourage you, if you have not had an opportunity to give. Yesterday, we had a wonderful $5 gift. Now, with a matching grant, that $5 that that sweet listener made will provide two Bibles and will impact at least two dozen people with the gospel. A $5 gift. And I want to thank that listener. We also had a $2,000 gift yesterday. Praise God for that. We had 25, we had 50, we had 100, we had a $1,000 gift yesterday. So obviously, you're not finished. And praise God for that. Keep giving. 800 yes word. We had 11 people yesterday. I'd love to see more today. 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673, or online at thewordcolumbus.com, thewordcolumbus.com. All right, I'm going to get into a controversial area that many of you do not agree with me on, and I understand that, and that's why I try to handle it as tactfully and as compassionately as I can. I reported to you a couple of days ago that Brian Houston, the founder of Hillsong International, Hillsong has been an evangelical worldwide movement. It began in Australia, but they had several locations here in America and around the world. And I would imagine altogether hundreds of thousands of people have been involved with Hillsong. All of you have sung Hillsong music. All of you. Uh, To be honest, I can't tell you which ones they are, but very, very popular Hillsong music is very, very popular in our churches. Well, we have found out that uh, the founder, Brian Houston, uh, stepped aside from the church several months ago because of legal problems in Australia. He has been charged with covering up the sexual abuse that his father committed. I know, it's strange, it's bizarre, and the Australian authorities have charged him with covering up the sexual abuse of his father many years ago, many years ago. And as a result, the leadership of Hillsong said, "Uh, Brian, you need to step aside for a while while this is all straightened out. And I thought, 
They're charging him with covering up his father's sexual abuse from many, many years ago? I thought that was strange, but anyway, they were. So he stepped aside. Then we just discovered that um, there were other accusations, some very inappropriate tweets and social um, uh, uh, contact uh, texts and social media messages to staff members and others that were way over the line and very inappropriate. And also, we found out that at their international conference last year, Brian Houston was drinking alcohol with leaders. Yeah, they're having kind of a drinking party in the lobby of the hotel. Brian Houston gets drunk as a skunk, can't find his hotel room, starts knocking on doors. A woman who is also drunk as a skunk opens the door. He goes in. He's in there for 40 minutes, and nobody knows what happened because they were both so drunk they don't remember whether they had sex or not. Yeah. So uh, the uh, board said, hmm. You know, we need to suspend you. Well, the the news today is he has officially resigned as, quote, the global senior pastor. He's done. He's finished. He is not suspended now. He is gone. He has resigned. Now, why he wasn't fired? Why they allowed him to resign with those kinds of accusations? And that brings me to the story I hold in my hand. I didn't know hardly any of these things. Eight pages from a very reputable Christian publication, eight pages of scandals involving Hillsong and their staff. Eight pages. Now, there's much more that I need to tell you, and I need to get to the controversial thing, but I've got to take a break. Hang with me. I think there are many reasons why this came about and how you and I can avoid this kind of thing and what we can learn from it. Not condemning. I'm reporting, and hopefully we can learn from this. We'll be back. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. I warned you yesterday, and I will warn you again today. Beware of celebrity preachers. Beware celebrity movements. Now, I want to be very clear. Hillsong Church and Hillsong Movement has done a lot of good. A lot of the music that has come out of Hillsong has been great, and I've been blessed by it. People have been won to Christ through Hillsong. There is no doubt about that. And I'm not even questioning that. But the movement began to be more and more and more about a few celebrity pastors and leaders 
Brian Houston being one of them, the guy in New York that was Justin Bieber's pastor who fell, not well, he didn't fall, he chose to sin and he resigned or was fired in disgrace. Uh, down in Texas, Hillsong had to remove one of their pastors. It has been a real problem with Hillsong. It's not been isolated with just one person. Like I said, I've got I've got a story here, eight pages of scandals about leaders in the Hillsong movement all over the United States, all over the world. There was no or very little accountability. Rock star pastors who were allowed to do anything, say anything, and they became so proud, so arrogant that they felt they could do anything and no one would question them including Brian Houston. And then my other comment on this. And let me, again, I believe in very strong pastoral leadership. I don't believe that a church should be governed by committees. I really don't. And if you want to, if you want to know the reasons why, send me an email. I'll be glad to give you my biblical argument why churches should not be run by a whole bunch of committees. Uh, Don't forget, a donkey is a horse put together by a committee. I believe in strong pastoral leadership, but I also believe in accountability. No one is above being accountable. No one. Here's another problem. And this is where many of you will disagree with me. One problem with Hillsong is their loosey-goosey attitude towards alcohol. That's an intentional pause. Brian Houston got into this mess because at their international conference of their leaders, he was sitting around with a bunch of leaders and they were all drinking. They were all having alcohol. Now, I would assume that probably most of the leaders had a little bit, a little bit, and if they were a little tipsy, they had somebody take them to the room or whatever. But Brian Houston was on some prescription drugs, and he should have known better. He gets drunk as a skunk, stumbles up to his floor in the hotel room, can't find his room, knocks on the door. Here's a woman. She's drunk, and we have no idea what happened because they were both so drunk that they don't remember what happened. Think about that. One of the predominant Christian leaders in the world, and that's not an exaggeration, Brian Houston was one of the most prominent Christian leaders on the planet. And think about this. He is so drunk, he can't find his hotel room and spends almost an hour with a woman he doesn't know, and he has no idea what happened. Part of that was because of their attitude towards Drinking. Now, if you're a regular listener at all, you know my feelings about alcohol. I hate this stuff. I try very hard not to judge other people who disagree with me, and I'm finding myself in a smaller and smaller and smaller minority in the evangelical world. We have seen a complete paradigm shift in the last 30 years. 30 years ago, if you were an evangelical, you didn't drink anything. Period. End of controversy. Today, 
I would say probably most evangelicals say, yeah, it's okay, not a problem. May I just throw this statistic out to you? To those of you who are struggling this and don't know where you are on it, I came across this just today from the National Institute of Health. Government source, not some kooky right-wing fundamentalist Christian source. This is from the United States government. Headline on the website, Genetics of Alcohol Use Disorder. AUD, Alcohol Use Disorder. Alcohol use disorder seems to run in families, and we may hear about scientific studies of an alcoholism gene. Let me cut to the quick. Research shows genes are responsible for half, 50% of the risk for alcohol use disorder. Let me interpret that for you. Scientists have discovered that certain people have a proclivity to become addicted. It's in their genetic makeup. They have a listen, they have a genetic proclivity to become addicted, and that is present in about 50% of the people who become alcoholics. 50%. So, in other words, when you consume alcohol, there is a 50% chance that you have a genetic weakness that would predispose you to become an alcoholic. 50%. You're rolling the dice. Now, do all of those 50% become alcoholics? No, of course not. But I'm just giving you scientific evidence that about 50%, about half of people have a genetic weakness that gives them a disposition, a predisposition to have an alcohol problem. I don't want to take that chance. 50%? No. Count me out. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 